This is a HeadGum Original. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Absolutely nice. Let's say the name. Did you notice? Person. Did I notice what? That was, they, they snuck in some Omsby references with a side of rice. I actually did not catch that, but I know you're always listening for Omsby for rice. And I yeah. think that is nice. Yeah. So congrats. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if Omsby knows. Omsby, of course, being a rice restaurant near our old office that closed down is because it was. It was overpriced and under-riced, really. I would think um, over-riced was the problem. It was under-meated. There was a lot of rice <laughs> and not a lot of the... It was like, yeah, yeah. I, I liked I liked Omsby. Not as much as you liked Omsby, but yeah. more than Marty liked Omsby. I was fine with yeah. Omsby. Yeah, I liked so rice. this this person wrote a theme song from Sweden. That's why it sounded so cool. Mm. Uh, yeah. So I wonder if Almsby realizes that he has a Swedish musician writing about him. Probably not. I don't know who started or ended Almsby. Almsby was like, you're talking about it it's a, as if it's a guy? Wasn't it? I have. 
I definitely did not think Amsby was a guy. I thought it was just like a weird name. A restaurant. I thought like yeah. Umami or something, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. I thought it was just the name of, of an ingredient or a type of cuisine. It is, yeah. It's like omasabe or however you call those rice triangles. Oh. But in addition to that, I imagine him as like a magical rice man of sorts who would descend on us and sort of give us what we wanted, which was lunch. Mm-hmm. At a rate of rice. And the price was rice. It was not inexpensive, but it was not expensive. There was not any, yeah. there wasn't a lot of like good, um, you know, cheap options near the office. That's for sure. Yeah. Lunch was not a cheap affair. I think it was five or six bucks for like per, a, a, a per triangle. And you needed yeah, three. Rice. You couldn't have two. You needed three. I think you could have two in a no. soup and a drink with a side of rice and a hat with a sauce. A <laughs> salmon in a sauce in a triangle with the seaweed and the soup. And how about a little plastic glass of water? <laughs> For my ass. Uh, here comes a theme song from Sweden, which is a parody of Chasing My Mind by post-punk band Holograms. Oh, and instead right. of a shout-out, says Tom. Instead of a shout-out, I'd really appreciate it if you could wish my friend Sebastian a happy birthday and plug his Twitch. Okay. So, oh, my God. This is a difficult-to-spell thing. It's going to be hard. Uh, Sebangali. Sebangeli. Mm. Uh, yeah. You're going to have to you're gonna have to spell it. So Yeah, but, but are people going to, like, remember the spelling? Like, I'm going to talk about this guy's Twitch, and then we're going to have, like, 40 minutes of a podcast, and then it's like, oh, let me go back and remember that guy's not even the guy; it's the musician's right. friend Sebastian. One person Twitch. might do it, and then it's, and for that reason, it's worth it. Okay, it's S E B B A N G E L I. So Sebastian, <laughs> All right. and his friend Tom, who wrote the song, have been um, watching our web series for years. And they have a tradition of giving each other belated birthday presents. So whenever you choose to play, this will be fine. More than fine, actually. It would be chine. So thank you, Tom. <laughs> All right. Thank you. You think it's cold in Sweden already? What, what do you think the current temperature is in uh, a Helsinki mm. as we record on November, late November, November 20th? I will go with eight degrees Fahrenheit centigrade. Oh, centigrade. <laughs> I think that's too warm, right? Helsinki weather. Because you got to keep in mind, it's it's almost, what, 1 a.m. there right now? Middle of the That's night, true. November. That's true. What are we working with? I don't want to get you off of 8 degrees centigrade. If you really, truly feel it in your mind's ass, then you should go for it. <laughs> what is that in Fahrenheit? That's what I need to know uh, first. Yeah, I would guess like 50-something. Oh, what? Yeah. No. Really? 8 degrees Celsius. Hold on. Oh, it's 46. Yeah, no, I'm going to go, I will go, I definitely intended to go lower. Um, so temperature in Helsinki, I was thinking 28. 28 Fahrenheit. Yeah. That's a good guess. I'll go slightly above 28 Fahrenheit. Helsinki weather is, wow, zero degrees Celsius. Do you know what that is, Jake? That's 32. That's 32. Slightly above 28 we did we set a good line and i nailed it you're that's fucked up so are we each we each had a guess 
and you guessed. Yeah, we well, try to guess. I guessed twenty-eight, a specific number. No, and you said over. No, you guessed four. You guessed forty-six. No. I talked you <laughs> off of that, and then you said fine, twenty-eight, and I said I'll go a little bit above that. A little bit above thirty-two. What is that? So you guessed wrong guess. twice. I guessed wrong, and twice. I guessed right once. I nailed so, it. So yeah, I am giving myself credit. You did not nail it. You said eight centigrade instead of Celsius. Yeah, I was just having reason. a fucking. Fine. I was making a beef at the moment. I was just fucking around. <laughs> I was fucking around. You called my ass out. <laughs> like. And then I came with the real answer, with the real real. And you just took that as the leaping off point instead of submitting your own. I don't think that's, yeah. I don't think that's fair. I that's, think tacky. That's, fair. That's, that's tacky. That's <laughs> tacky. That's tacky, man. That's really tacky, actually. <laughs> Actualacky. I don't know if this is a real uh, mathematical or statistical theorem, but if not, then I'm going to try to coin it right now, mm-hmm. which is... If you want to know the true good estimate of something, you ask two people and then just take the average. Mm. So, like, I noticed that, like, when I asked, like, oh, how many, like, a statistic I found recently is how many people in America currently have coronavirus? Mm. And I asked two friends, and it was like, the answer was right in the middle of their two guesses. What was the answer? What do you think? Uh, a million currently with corona yeah one of them guessed one one of them guessed five and it was three three million people jesus yeah it's a lot either way you slice it it's too many it's not good it's definitely yeah it's about one percent of the population very very bad very very currently have it very bad yeah this doesn't include people who have died or got rid of it in some way so there have one one and out of hundred million right is that right yeah i think that's 10 million total and like three million currently so I guess stay safe. Yeah, wear a mask. Have you been? Have you gotten? Have you noticed that like now that the numbers are on the rise, people are close to you again, or like you hear like, oh yeah, my aunt has gotten it. There was like a time where that's the secondhand corona sort of died off, and now I'm like hearing more murmurs of it. Yeah, there are definitely there are people in our um, neighborhood that got it. Everyone I know in New York is fine. Like my parents' neighborhood is where. Um, like friends and family of people are are getting it. Are they are they lax up there in Connecticut? No, not very lax. They have like pretty low, um, low like cases over there numbers. But they yeah they they do they don't seem very lax. Um, but it's just like something that <laughs> is super contagious, I suppose. <laughs> is your dad playing soccer with a bunch of friends still? Uh, yeah, they said, and they have two different games. They have one game where people don't wear a mask. My dad does oh. not play in that one, but he and he plays in the masked game, which is usually around like fifteen people. And there have been there have been no um, no cases. And I think he also talks about like no no um, no instances of like transmission while playing soccer, also. Wow. So even though you're like rubbing and bumping and sweating up on people, yeah, I mean, the, they don't the play, soccer they game definitely, is fine. They don't play that kind of soccer. I played one of the games a couple of weeks ago and like there's not close contact at all. You know? <laughs> you're never within three feet of somebody. I guess you're within three feet, but like I've played, I've played in their games before and like there is not the level of contact that there usually is. Because I still haven't played basketball. Um, but people do. But right? I guess... Some people do. Some people are playing outdoors, and I don't know. It just feels kind of risky still, especially indoor basketball, bumping, like hitting people. There's sometimes where I get a whiff of someone where I just assume if they had corona, that was that would be it for me. Yeah, but isn't there that also also that thing about corona that's like it's a it's like a dosage almost. 
So like if, yeah. if you're playing with somebody that has it, you're like it's not like the same as like going and like sitting in a restaurant or a bar for a bar with them. Yeah, it's like the viral load of it all. Like if somebody's smoking, how much secondhand smoke do you get? Yeah. If you're sitting next to them for two hours, a lot more than if you're like running around in the same gym as them. I mean, none of it's good. That's that's for sure. It's all bad. Yeah. It's all bad. It's all bad and potentially getting worse. You know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's, people congregating indoors more than ever. Yeah. I can't quite. I mean, I guess, are you, what's your Thanksgiving plan? Are you doing anything? Uh, if I do, it'll be like me, Avital, mom and dad are outdoor lunch. Like it's definitely not a indoor family affair anymore. And nobody's traveling for it. Life's fine. They are estimating that like 50 million people are going to travel for it. So try not traveling and having a full meal with 20 people in a room. I, I totally agree with all of that stuff. I think it's hard for me to separate like what we should be doing with that without just like, just like being mad at the colossal fuck up that the government had here. Like it was, it's yeah. a, it, it was hard to be, have any level of success already because of what, what it is, but yeah, they ruined the holidays for us. <laughs> they, they're the Grinch, but they stole more than Christmas. They took our Thanksgiving birthdays, Easter's family get togethers, yeah. weddings canceled across the nation. Right. And I think everybody is still doing, uh, oh, a decent job or like the people that are taking it seriously are like making huge sacrifices. It's just fucking annoying that we have to, that like, yeah, that we went into a full lockdown in New York, uh, in like March and April and, and nobody like got anything even like remotely under control. <laughs> now you might have to do that again this March and April. Yeah. They closed schools. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's nice. It'll be like an annual tradition. Well, the, the winter lockdown or whatever. But aren't you feeling hopeful about the vaccines? That's kind of nice. That was that was yeah. good news. That'll be good, but not till not not for a while, it seems. Yeah, but I like. I mean, it doesn't. When when stuff comes out like that, it doesn't feel like it's a never ending hellscape. I'm like, yeah, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I love thinking about the light at the end of the tunnel. I love thinking yeah. about. Um, going to bars and patting my friends on the back and like you know like that with all the fun cocktails like oh what is your can i try that can i try your cocktail? Like, yeah yeah that's what I, want. I was thinking i was thinking the other day i'm like remember like when you used to be like a little under the weather and you just went to a bar and it's like oh try not to drink from my drink i'm a little congested like mm-hmm. that was the amount of sacrificing you did like i'm still gonna go here i still don't feel well it's still yeah. crowded and indoors but I'm going to let this person know not to drink from my drink specifically. Right. I, that's like kind of, I think that maybe we'll, we'll get a little more polite about um, passing colds and stuff. That'd be good. Yeah. At the very least a cold. I'll give you the flu, but I don't, I don't feel bad giving you the cold. Just don't, just don't go out if you feel sick, <laughs> whether it's coronavirus or anything. Yeah, that used to be like a thing. Like, oh, you're not that sick. You can come out. Oh, come on. You just have a cough. Like, you'll get over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. This is If I Were You, an advice show. It's not just corona advice, but general advice. <laughs> have it's actually the only advice. advice podcast on the internet hosted by us. I'm Amir. I'm Jake. Uh, I actually 
found a quarantine question because there are people who are still working from home just like us every day, day in, day out. Oh, yeah. Uh, Zoom, so we'll call this guy Zoom, after Zoom, after yeah. Zoom, after Zoom, after Zoom, after Zoom, after Zoom, after Zoom, after Zoom. Nice. Yeah. So this person's actually, it's a lot of Zooms. I get it is all. You don't have to say that. We understand. It's a lot of Zooms. Actually, we'll call this guy Quentin because he has a quarantine question. All right. So this is a quarantine question, a dilemma straight from lockdown London town. Uh-oh. My job involves talking to people a lot, nonstop, day in, day out, and I'm having meetings, shaking hands, being personal. So while this viral contagion is undoubtedly a total nightmare the world over, the first couple of weeks of lockdown were balm to my soul. They were exactly what I needed, not seeing anyone for an indefinite period. Uh, I needed a period of enforced rest. I needed to give my mind a time to shut down for a while. And I'm still doing my job via email as much as I can without pay. But here's the thing. I'm super not down for all these Zoom parties, quizzes, phone calls, texts. This nonstop, unending barrage of social events and enforced interaction with everyone uh, and everyone via webcam. So while I can muster the energy to talk to clients via webcam and the odd phone call with my friends, I generally ask them to email me instead. So my question is, how do you get out of socializing online without looking like a douche? I'm a sociable guy from the old world, but I'm so tired of my phone buzzing and endless people wanting to do online quiz nights. But I don't want to say it's for my mental health because it's not. And if you just say, I don't want to do this trivia night, I don't want to Zoom, you look like an asshole. So, what's your solution, Jake and Amir? Thank you, love, Quentin. Mm, Quentin, huh. what a t- it's a tough cookie. I, I got a couple opinions here. Number one, yeah. I don't think you're the only person that feels this way. I think that there's a lot of people going through the motions, being like, I, I don't want to fade away into non-existence. I don't want to lose touch with people. I got a, I zoomed all day for work. Now I want to got to zoom with my friends and family. I don't think that they would react badly to you being like i'm zoomed out i can't do it tonight I, there i have zoom exhaustion you like you have to just be honest with people about your emotional state these days it's not a normal thing that we all just went into lockdown and started working remotely and zoom everywhere and look at screens all day like you're dealing with everything while being anxious and depressed because of the state of the world. And I think that you got to, you can give yourself a pass and just tell people I'm not up for it. You don't have to say, if you're uncomfortable being like, I have to do it for my mental health. You just say something like, uh, I've been looking at a screen too long today. I can't do it. So yeah. Why is it, why is that harder? Like why is going to four zoom meetings and the zoom birthday party harder than going to four real meetings and then like a real birthday party? I don't know. What's your theory? I think that Zoom, like with screen stuff, you give a lot of energy, but I don't know if you receive it, or at least I don't. Like, it's hard to, it's hard to really connect. You kind of just have to like put out and leave it all out there. Whereas when I'm in a meeting or when I'm at a party or when I'm seeing people in real life, there's like a give and a take of energy and I can like... um, I can I can feel 
other people's excitement and buzz. And that makes me happy. I don't feel that over Zoom. So it feels like I just <laughs> give and give and give and get nothing in return. Yeah, it's like the, it's a one-way mirror. It's like you're giving to the other person, but there's nobody there. You're just literally, a, like if my dog was staring at me, he'd be like, why is, why is master just sitting or standing and staring at this computer for eight hours a day? Yeah. And now it's time to do it again. You're not moving anywhere in your house even. And I mean, when you're Zooming, like how do you, I already know the answer to this because I Zoom with you and I see what you're doing. But like, it's it's not like we're in a meeting where we're like talking to each other and I'm like looking at your face. So you're like, I'm a smaller box on your screen where you have like emails and texts and other stuff coming in. It's like, you can't give anything your full attention. So you feel just like scatterbrained and, and like brain dead every, every time you're uh, trying to like talk to anybody. Yeah. I wonder if some of it is also like when you are in a party, you literally can't see yourself. Um, yeah. Well, you can hide and, self. You can hide yourself on Zoom. Yeah, but most people like it's either like presenter mode, and you can see yourself a little. So like, I'm always like checking myself out. Am I looking fine? But like, if I was in a party, I wasn't. I wouldn't just be like staring at a mirror, like looking at myself constantly, checking myself out, seeing my Zoom background. Is there a light in your face or whatever? Right. And that is the annoying thing about like. Um, sometimes I hide the self view, and then if it like comes on for any reason, um, I'm. I like realize that I'm doing something like bad with my posture, like, or there's a light flare or something. So you do kind of have to check in on it and make sure you're not like leaning out of frame or something. Yeah. There's also no reset with zoom meetings. There's no like, all right, let me take a 20 minute break and drive somewhere or let's have this meeting at a lunch and then meeting in a conference room. It's like, Oh yeah. They can go back to back and they often back to back and you're sitting in the same place. Like you're not moving at all. Right. I think that that's just the other, it comes back to the point that I already made, but like you feel mentally exhausted, but the thing to remember is that it's not just happening to you. So I, I really do think that there's like sharing this kind of thing with people. You can complain about just like you and I are doing right now. Like there's, there's people out there that will commiserate with you and have empathy on this subject as long as you are willing to share it. Also, you can never, like on your computer, on your Zoom, you're, it's a conversation and then surrounded with texts on one side, email on another, social media on the bottom. Whereas like at a party, you can't like <laughs> surround yourself, your field of vision with your computer. Yeah. But at a party, sometimes I see other people and I'm like, oh, I got to go talk to that guy. Oh, I got to go talk to this lady. So, yeah. you know, but that's, yeah. that's exciting. That's good. And, but it, that, and that's like, cool. You're like, oh, I haven't seen this person in a long time, but now I'm just like, oh, I haven't refreshed Twitter in a second. <laughs> it seems <laughs> like see there's, the, there's a lull here. Um, let see who the, the other, Lakers signed. <laughs> the other piece of advice I have, if you don't want to say that you're doing anything for your mental health, you can just be like, I have another Zoom because there's always a billion Zooms and nobody's going to be like, what, who are you Zooming with? I've definitely gotten out of things um this like over the summer by just being like oh i can't do that when i have another zoom birthday party uh my like jill has a zoom uh baby shower that i have to make an appearance at, so i can't do that so yeah it's it's hard because you can't blame the traffic either but you used to if i there were times when i didn't want to do something in old days and and if i didn't um i'm trying to think of like an example but like if i didn't want to go out 
um, I, 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 like lying was harder then because you, it, you couldn't like say, I can't go to this because I have to do this and then you could get caught out. But like, if I just say there's another zoom, I can't get caught with anything. I'm just, I'm just going to watch TV and you'll never know, you know, yeah. you, you won't see me at a different bar. You won't see me at another <laughs> you'll just never see me again. Yeah. It's nice and easy to lie, which is nice. And I think that you should take advantage of it because it also feels good to get canceled on. When, I'm, when I've got a Zoom meeting and somebody slacks me just before and they're like, let's move this, I'm not like, oh, what the nerve. I wanted to get on that Zoom every single time. I'm like, thank the goddamn Lord. <laughs> now I get to walk outside and see the sun. When was the last time you went outside? Personally? Yeah. Uh, this morning. That's good. Where'd Thanks. you go? I walked to Whole Foods, Starbucks, and got some food snacks for my home, and uh, like a that um, like probiotic blackberry yogurt smoothie drink that comes in a bottle. I forget the brand, but nice. yeah, it was like a good snack, um, a good walk, and then you're able to get some vitamin D, some exercise, mm. maybe listen to a podcast on the way, in a way, on the day, and then get like an egg bite from Starbucks. Mm. You just pick that up. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, you do like a, you'll get like a mobile order and then it's like sort of ready for you right That's there right. to pick Living it up. Su vida loca. <laughs> nice. La su vida mocha, more like Because I what know you mean? like that mocha. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that. I usually don't. Yeah, I, actually I don't a, really. Like, I have a new. Sorry, what were you saying? I don't like mocha. Yeah, I don't right. like chocolatey drinks. So, okay, sorry. I, <laughs> okay, let's. Yeah, don't be. You're like yeah. fucking. I, I know, like but defensive. I was just kidding. It's a joke. I'm not. I don't drink chocolate milk. <laughs> I mean, you like a sweetened vanilla ice cream. Uh, yeah, sometimes sweet. with chocolate too. Yeah. Okay, you do like chocolate. <laughs> I love it. You have a sweet. <laughs> I actually I started getting a new drink at Starbucks that I really like. What? Yes. Is it warm or cold? Cold. Okay. Um is it um an espresso type drink? Espresso or a cappuccino? No. So it's just a black coffee style drink. Mm -hmm. But different than just cold brew or just an iced coffee? Yeah, usually I just got a black iced coffee. Okay. And, and this is a new drink from that. Interesting. Uh, is there any dairy in it? Mm, Non-dairy. Be able to say like a splash of almond milk or something. Something like that, yes. Okay. Uh, and is there any sweetener in it? I think so. Yeah. You're getting a pumpkin spice latte. No. <laughs> a unicorn frap. I see it basic. in the background. <laughs> it's a lot of whipped cream. I'm getting a cold brew with dark cocoa almond foam. Dark cocoa almond foam. Yeah. And yeah. do you like saying that out loud or you usually I just don't. do the... <laughs> I do not. I love asking for a black coffee because it was so simple. They never, ever messed it up. And, and it's cool to say. Yeah, it's cool to say. Well, luckily, I only order off of the mobile app, so I don't have to say it to anybody. But there have been times where they messed it up and I have to go to the counter and I say, this was supposed to be a dark cocoa <laughs> almond foam. 
and that's not fun because it's kind of no. complicated but it's like yeah. on the menu you know it's just really but it's really good highly recommend what? out there how did you even try that dark cocoa almond foam jillian got it once what is a dark cocoa almond foam anyway but they take almond milk and cocoa powder and i think maybe a pump of syrup but i'm not entirely sure if that's in it or not so i'm hoping that it's not but i know it's 70 calories and i don't know if any of them come from sugar anyway anyway interesting oh wow um, look at that yeah it's like a little it looks like a little beer yeah it's the foam it's it just like it's chocolatey it's delicious it's so good and now i wake up in the morning <laughs> thinking about it in a way that i have never ever uh, that i have not done since i kicked my habit of the grande sweetened iced coffee that yeah, was, you ever get that, that for old time's sake? Or do you feel like that phase of your life is gone forever? I used to get that as a as a little like treat Hangover. for myself. Like, yeah, every you know, every other Sunday, a couple times a month maybe. Um mm-hmm. if I'm going on a long road trip, I'll get a get a an old coffee with the sugar in it. But mostly <laughs> I had switched switched over to black. And now I I love this <laughs> I love the dark cocoa almond foam so much. That even there's days when I was like hungover that I would normally have treated myself to the sweetened coffee, and I prefer the dark cocoa almond foam. Dark cocoa almond foam. Try it out, folks. Oh, I should have saved this for unsolicited advice. It's true. Wow. Does it make the whole thing taste kind of like a chocolate milk? Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> do you keep the foam on top or do you mix it in? Um, I take one perfect sip of the foam from the top and then I mix it in because you don't want to, you, it's too much if you, if you just have the foam, but that first sip is really good because that's nice and foamy. (laughs) You you should fuck with making it at home. I wonder how hard it is to make your own dark cocoa almond foam. Micah and I talked about that actually. Um, it's, I don't think it would be hard. I don't think it would be hard. We just need the, we just need the cocoa powder. Um, you need, you need the, the, the almond milk. Yeah, I got to find out the other thing. And then they yeah. they blend it in something. I don't know how to exactly to make it into the foam. Yeah, and there's I'm, like I a foamer. Blender. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I don't really care if it's foamy or not. I think I just like, <laughs> like, they if, it, if they just had the chocolate milk, they could put it in there and I'd be fine. I'm not like, it's not the foam that I want. It's the, it's cocoa, baby. <laughs> Good to know now. Uh, all right, I'm let's in take love a break. with the cocoa. <laughs> nice. Let's take a break, thank some sponsors, and come back right after these messages. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little 
uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. um no they do have a lot more than that it's uh it's a it's they have 24 7 award-winning customer support they have very simple drag and drop technology you can code you can design Mm -hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works you can sell you can launch and sell product from squarespace that's right you can even purchase a domain name through squarespace for example jake what can people purchase boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym fitness it's nah. a it's an anti-movement really oh, it's a non-movement good. movement a, is anti-movement yeah. one anti-movement uh, seems i'll like have it to be. check it out later actually let me look right now anti-movement.com is not available don't yeah. buy that one okay yeah, yeah. i wouldn't but so it's more fitness of a fitness nah. <laughs> yeah it's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing yeah uh, squarespace ai also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website they can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a little the fight. Mom, I'm coming. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Try the dark cocoa, cocoa almond foam. Yeah, yeah. Almond foam cold brew from Starbucks, fam. That's, That's the, good. That is the goat. It's so yeah. good. You can start putting that. Once you figure out how to make that foam at home, you can start putting that foam on anything. Like, uh, yeah. Like uh, if you're having a smoothie, you can make a smoothie with dark cocoa almond foam. Or like a tuna like sandwich, a, I could have like with yeah, dark cocoa. Like a little bit foam. of like that foam on top. Yeah. So yeah. And then, do you ever have FOMO, the fear of missing out of the dark foam. cocoa almond foam? <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a lot of FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Starbucks ad. <laughs> Have FOMO, fear of missing out on foam. God, I would love to be a Starbucks spokesperson. I think I fucking earned it. Are there Starbucks uh, TV commercials? I feel like I'd never see a Starbucks ad. I remember there was one. There was oh, yeah, for I like holiday. Yeah, 
But no, I don't think they. I don't think they have a lot. They they don't need it because their product's so good and it's addictive. Yeah. <laughs> it's like cigarettes don't need ads either. You just sort of smoke one one day. Yeah. Don't worry, and you need you'll, it. Yeah, you just you'll need it. So <laughs> that's the ad. Don't yeah. worry, you'll need it. Um, all right, here's a question from a guy who's dealing with a jealous wife. Oh. A jealous wife. Just so hot. Let's call him <laughs> Tiger Woods. Oh God. Yeah, I guess he cheated on his wife. Yeah, so it wasn't dealing really with track. a jealous wife. <laughs> He's a piece of shit to her. <laughs> she was so mad at him when he cheated <laughs> what, on her. Jealous that I fucked a porn star. Oh, I was a cocktail waitress, babe. Relax. Uh, all right, let's call this man um, Jane. George Jetson. George Jetson. Uh, I've been with my wife for 10 years now. We began dating in high school, and we were our first relationships. However, she is overly jealous. Mm. Last night, she showed me a video of a girl in heels juggling a soccer ball, and I just said, wow, that takes some mad talent. She's skilled. And my wife proceeded to stop the video and say, okay, that's enough of you drooling over her. She, complain- <laughs> she complains that I never mention what female celebrities I'm into. I avoid doing so because she acts weird when I do. Last week, she asked me if I uh, thought Ashley Benson was pretty, and I mentioned how I thought she was extremely pretty, and she responded by saying, sorry, I don't have her figure and her blonde hair. I guess you just have to be pretty miserable for the rest of your life. Oh, and no. to top this off, if I mention anything about how a certain male celebrity is jacked, let's say Michael B. Jordan, she begins accusing me of being into guys since I never compliment female actors. And she said she should be worried. Uh, is there anything I could do to fix this? I have not done anything in the slightest to have her have any doubts. I do have a tendency to befriend females easily, but I've never done anything out of line with any of them, as most of them are interested in other females or married help. All right. So funny to imagine her showing this soccer video. Like, what what reaction could he have had that, that would have pleased you? My lord. Well, she's pretty talented. What do you want to just fuck her? Is all I don't right. know. You I'm sorry. <laughs> You're the one who showed me the TikTok. Isn't that why you got rid of TikTok? Because it was just a bunch of teenagers twerking. For me, for me, yeah. that's what it was. My algorithm had me pegged. It wasn't teenagers though. They were, <laughs> they were above. They were a lot the, younger. No, they were old. <laughs> they were fucking ancient. <laughs> there was a hundred and seven year old twerking. doing the. <laughs> <laughs> on the Empire State Building. Uh, yeah. So, huh? What? What mm. the heck? How do you deal with such a jealous lover? I think what the framing should be in your head is why is my wife feeling so insecure? And it's not that she's... the Her, her like you know, her shit is taking the form of jealousy. But I don't think that mm. you're going to be able to, like, make her not be jealous based on anything you do. I think you got to talk about it. You got to be like, I I feel like you are, I, you're jealous of stuff. Why is that? You, I don't know exactly how to frame it, okay? But that's, that's really what it is. You, it has to be a conversation. And I don't think it's going to be like, oh, I'm jealous because you have... 
um, you have friends that are girls. It sounds like maybe, especially the Ashley Benson example is like, that's an insecurity. Like she's worried that she doesn't have a body type that makes you happy. Maybe you need to be a little more free with your compliments of her. I don't know what that looks like for you guys, but I think that she's got things to work through and you can help by talking. Who's Ashley Benson? Do you, is she a famous actor, singer, songwriter? Yeah. I think she was in, I forget. Is it Pretty Little Liars? She's something. One of, something like that. I see. I see. A Disney I think she show. Was, she was in a college humor video that I acted in. What? What was it? I forget. It was very weird. She was in a college humor video? And you were sure. in it too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I guess she's a movie star. Mm, that'll do it. Yeah, remember when College Humor just tried to be like funny or die and get celebrities in videos? We're like, let's just do exactly like they did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was good. (laughs) And then you were in it too? Yeah. Then I got to, after working at College Humor for 10 years, I got to guest star in videos. (laughs) Was it it secret girl language? uh, Yes. Yes, that's right. That is right. Oh, yeah. I see you here. You're, You're sort of being used as a mop. So she's picking you up and sort of rubbing your face into dirt. <laughs> That's right. I mopped yeah. for that, that shoot. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even on camera. You were just sort of a mop in the background. I on did the crafty day. that day because I needed to be near Benson. <laughs> yeah. Usually, I assume jealousy comes from like a place of deep insecurity about maybe how she's feeling after 10 years. So it might just be more about for every compliment you give to a TikToker who's doing amazing tricks on a with a soccer ball, you pay some compliments to her as well. So she doesn't feel like she's left out. Right. And I don't even think it's necessarily something that you could be doing better. I think these are like demons that she needs to exercise by sharing them with you. So find a way to, to unearth it. Yeah. Um, all right. One last question. Okay. This one is about, uh, a 21 year old girl from a tiny town in Spain. So what's a tiny town in Spain girl Madrid. name? Uh, uh, it's, it's a huge megalopolis. Millions of people live in Barcelona. Now it's another huge city. We're talking about a small, tiny town in Spain. Paris. Something that like, yeah. <laughs> Fine. Okay. Fine. All right. Fucking Marie. No, I said Perry. I said Perry. Oh, all right. I wanted to give you, I guess, the benefit of the doubt for no reason. Uh, I'm not calling her Perry. Obviously, that's a huge French city. I'm calling her Murray, which Fine. is maybe that maybe that's her actual name. But we're Let's, just guessing. Okay. We don't know. Fake name, anonymity, real problem. Uh, I have a friend who experiences a lot of pleasure when someone tickles his knees up to the point where he says it feels similar to an orgasm. As uh, as it is easy and can be done anywhere, uh, I sometimes like to do it to him, and he obviously enjoys it. My point is that we're just friends, best friends, actually, so I'm afraid about it being weird, like maybe too sexual for friends. Should I just go ahead and talk to him about it? But I'm worried that I could be the one who's actually making it weird by bringing it up. What do you think? Is it weird? Should I talk to him about it? Love in advance. Marie. There's a city called Maria in Spain, and it's very small, a little small oh, town. There you go. Maria. Um, and I um, knew that when I said uh, Paris. Paris. <laughs> um, so it's her friend that it's like, they're not necessarily orgasm laughters. 
it's just yeah, sounds like just, it's her. Yeah, he's very ticklish, and he loves it when people tickle his knees. And she's just a friend, and, you know, they're tickling each other. And is that too sexual? Is that too weird? Do you bring it up? I don't think you bring it up, but if, like, I think it's a little sexual. You're tickling your be. friends. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. Like, it doesn't matter if, like, if he laughs so much that it seems like an orgasm. You guys are, like, touching each other to make each other tickle. <laughs> like, I don't even yeah. care what the laugh sounds like. <laughs> it's, it's definitely sexual. Especially the knees. There's something about the knees, you know, the yeah. elbows of the legs. <laughs> like, imagine if you... And if Avital found out that you had a, a female friend that you got together with and you like to tickle each other. <laughs> it's just a tickle fight. Relax. It's we're it kissing. Anything. We just tickle each other. <laughs> she, she's super ticklish on her neck and her knees, her elbows and her back. And, you know, I'm ticklish in my nose and my ass and my lips and my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little sexual. It's a little sexual inherently. Yeah. So I think there's a chance he thinks it's flirtatious. If you really don't want it to be flirtatious, maybe don't tickle him. Yeah, that's that's the move. But, but if, if you maybe, want to, maybe yeah. you might want to. Yeah, if, if you guys, if you if you want to it to be sexy, then I bet he thinks it's sexy. And if you want it to be platonic, I bet he doesn't think it's platonic. Yeah. So make your decision based on that. Yeah. He doesn't think like, oh, it's just a whatever, like a casual, friendly tickle sesh. Think about how many casual, friendly tickle seshes you have. Can you imagine if you had a foot fetish? Like, how easy that would be to, like, be super turned on? Why? Because you see people's feet a lot? Yeah, all the time. When you have a foot fetish, is that, like, the are you finding feet more attractive than anybody finds any part of a human body? I don't know. Or, or is it like when you see feet, it's like me seeing boobs or you seeing butts where it's like, yeah, you can imagine just by seeing someone's shoes, just as I can imagine just by seeing someone at a beach. Huh, interesting. <laughs> or is it like, no, no, no. I find feet hotter than you'll find anything. <laughs> I just need to fucking see a foot. And I'm going you don't even realize. half hard. I'm half hard talking about feet right now. And likewise, if it is the ex exceptional degree, like can you have a boob fetish where it's like, yeah, everyone's turned down, turned on by right. boobs. I don't, it's like yeah, a forbidden it's part of the body. I'm a butt guy, but I'm, I don't. Do I have a butt fetish? I don't think so. <laughs> I just like them a regular amount. <laughs> but even if well, you're in the 80th percentile, regular. yeah, does it just have to be above average, or is there a specific threshold for fetish? We should have a fetish doctor on. Yeah. Or someone that I think studies them. <laughs> it seems like they're an anthropologist. Yeah. We have to have a fetishist on. So if you're a local fetish Scientologist, let us know. And it really has to be a Scientologist. <laughs> right. Because we need, we need to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. If you have any questions of your own, send them on down to if I were you show at gmail.com. If you have right. any of your own theme songs, same address. If nice. I were you, show at gmail.com. Uh, the opening theme song was by Tom in Sweden. This closing one is by Hiram, H-Y-R-U-M, mm -hmm. in Ottawa, who made a theme song out of Thomas Middleditch's improvised singing on episode five of the earliest show with Ben Schwartz. So okay. it's a Ben and Thomas themed song, but for something they did not on our program. Got it. Uh, and he just wants a shout out to his D&D &D character, if that would be cool. Should we shout out his D&D &D character? 
Uh, yeah, dude. I fucking love D&D. It's a halfling druid. Do you know what that is? Yes, I do. Of course I do. You played a halfling. <laughs> I think Yugo was a halfling. Really? So I You can... were a halfling rogue. <laughs> I appreciate this guy, Yugo style. Uh, <laughs> this halfling druid is called Bagwise Samgi. <laughs> nice. You know so, what that's a reference to? Yeah, Samwise Ganji. Nice. Or is it Banji? <laughs> it's Gamji. Yeah. So this guy's Bagwise Samgi. <laughs> nice <laughs> uh and if you want more of us uh, our patreon patreon.com slash ja weekly videos every thursday yeah dude that's right we're, damn we have a lot of videos now we've been doing yeah it for, we're uh, over is it two years now yeah Almost i think it might be yeah Jesus we're watching Christ. some thanksgiving videos this week or some of our old thanksgiving videos for thanksgiving week yeah check it out pour through the catalog baby and uh, yeah, we're thankful for you guys. Thanks for watching. Stay, have a have a safe ass turkey day. That's right. And we'll be back next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Can you sing a song, please? Oh, sing a song for the baby. Thank you so much for that. That was a HeadGum original.